Hello and welcome to, as always, a special episode of Weekly MTG. <laughs> this one, though, a little unspecial. Yeah. Unspecial. Unspecial. But it's always special when we have Mark Rosewater here. Yes. Mark is here to talk about something very near and dear to his heart. Very near and dear. Whoa. He's got to turn the sound down on his phone. So that's the sound that lets that you was, know. Oh, that was unexpected. <laughs> it was unexpected. Uh, that's the sound that lets you know that we are going to be taking questions for Mark about yes. unsanctioned. Really, anything. If it's a question about any uncard, Un yes. we will take it. So if you look any down un anything. at the bottom, below where our names are, ask the unrules manager. We're yes. going to have a segment where you can ask Mark any questions about how uncards yes. play, and he will he will I'll answer do my best. Yes. yes, he can. <laughs> Uh, before we get there, though, we're going to talk about a lot of... So there's only 16 new cards. Yes. We're going to try to cover a lot of them. Okay. I have uh, stories for all of them. Maybe we'll get to... Oh, we'll see. Okay, we'll see. Knows. Da, da, da. Anything okay. can happen. And then um, we're also going to open up a... Uh, we got an unsanctioned right here oh, cool. in the studio. So we're going to yeah. open one and look at what's happening. But first... Steve does the news. That's right. I always do the news when I am here. I've taken a little bit of the break, but I'm happy to be back. There's really only one thing that we announced this week, and that was a new secret layer drop in celebration of International Women's Day. Let's pull up the graphic. Oh, Sean, you're great. You're great, man. Uh, thanks to our producer, Sean, for pulling up that graphic. These are the cards that you will be getting. They are all foil. So Captain Sisse, Una, Queen of the Fae, Marin of Clan Neltoth, Saskia, the Unyielding, and Narset Transcendent Master, Enlightened Master. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, international, this is to benefit in International Women's Day. Wizards will donate $25 per unit sold, benefiting World Association of Girl Guides and Girl Scouts, a charity of choice for International Women's Day. So that will go on sale on International Women's Day, which is March 8th. It's Sunday, March, Sunday, 8th, March 8th this yep. year. Uh, it will be on sale for 24 hours, after which... Uh, no more, no more it being on sale. So uh, <laughs> that, is, that is a sentence. No, no more it being on no sale. More it being no on more sale. it being on sale. But why? Uh, the so it will be forty nine ninety nine uh, available on secretlayer.wizards.com. Check yeah. it out. And that's all the news. That's all the news. Um, all the news. That's the news. It's fine. At least more yeah. time for stories. More stories. More, more stories. stories. Okay. So I want to start by talking about the the product as a whole because yes. this is a different way for us to release an unset than we've released. Yes, it's before. a different unproduct from the previous unproducts. So what happened was um, it's somewhat unconventional. Yes, it's say. unconventional. Yeah. Uh, Gavin Verhey was assigned a project that was codenamed Parachute, mm -hmm. and the idea was make a product that we have no idea when we're going to release it. But in a case of uh, emergency, in quotes, but it, when, when we need yeah. something, we can pull it and we could release this product. And so the tricky thing about it was it needed to be a product that like didn't tie into anything, that kind of could live in a bubble by itself. Uh, and after unstable success, he came up with the idea of what if we did an unthing? Mm -hmm. And what we realized is, other than a few promos when Unhinged came out, we've never reprinted any of the uncards. Mm -hmm. And how about a box for So we had a long time ago. Um, there was a product that we never made that was an intro product where you took half decks and mixed them together. Um, and they but we basically are took that, that. We're we making, are that making that now. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. the different product that's not Jumpstart, but we yeah. are making Jumpstart. Pre-Jumpstart, there was another product. Yep. Um, and the idea was they thought it'd be cool to use Silver Border cards, uh, reprint a whole bunch of cards that people, like, Unglued came out in 2000, or sorry, 1998. Yeah. Uh, and 2004 for Unhinged. So it's been a long time. Like, some of those cards are not easy to get. You know, mm -hmm. from long, long ago. So we got to reprint those. And then he said, could you make me some new cards? And I go, yes, I can. <laughs> uh, and so originally there's going to be 15 new cards. But as we'll talk about today, I needed to add a 16th new card. Uh, and so we made the product. And so it has all the fun of Un, but in a sealed box sort of way. Mm -hmm. So you, it, it's not like it's not a booster product. Right. You buy that box and you can play and you need nothing else. All you need is that box. And you can have unfun. It puts so, it puts the on un, back un, into yeah. fun. Uh, unfun yeah. is good fun, by the yeah. way. In, in this yeah. kind of so why don't <laughs> um, while we're describing how you play with it, Steve, why don't we open it up? Yeah, and absolutely. Start showing it off. It's a good um, idea. So Mark, what is what do you do? You open this up. How do you start playing? Okay, so basically there are five sort of half decks in it. Okay. Each one of them is a monocolor deck, and then all you do is take two of them, smash them together. Have the other player take two other ones, smash them together, and then you got it. So as you can see, there is. Five half decks, one white, one blue, one black, one red, red, and green. Um, and that you just take any two of them. If I take the white and the blue one, shuffle them together, I now have a white-blue deck. 
Uh, my opponent could take black and red, and now they have a black-red deck. So you can mix and match these, mm -hmm. and the idea is you take two half decks and you mix them together. Yeah. Um, and then play and have fun. Uh, and there's a lot, we brought back a lot of favorite old uncards, a lot of Civil Border cards from the past, and we made some brand new ones. So every deck has four new cards in it. So mm -hmm. there's one land that shows up in all five, and then beside the land, there's three new cards in each of the, of the mini decks. Gotcha. Nice. Uh, Steve, what else is in the box? Well, there are, uh, there's this lovely insert. There are two dice uh, for the for the things that care about dice. Which is important because there are cards that care yes. about six-sided dice. You need yes, to roll dice. Yep. That's a roll thing. dice. And there's this packet that looks like it has uh, some tokens mm -hmm. and maybe some lands in here. Why don't you open that one up? Yeah. Um, and then while he does that, so there are tokens and lands in that pack, and we have graphics showing both of those. Yes. Um, so oh, I haven't seen these are, in person before. These, these are, are the sweet. tokens that you can get. A few of these, by the way, are tokens for old uncards that never had tokens before. Mm. Uh, for example, Giant Teddy Bear. I think this is the first time we've ever made a token for Giant Teddy Bear, which is on a uh, water balloon, water balloon gun game. Gun game. Yeah. Uh, which you 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 play this game, and then the winner gets a Giant Teddy Bear. So um, the Beeble is from uh, Bob in this set, which we'll talk about later. Uh, and then the other are, these are all other cards that this set generates. Yep. Um, the dragon is actually literally a gold card, not, not in a vernacular sense, but it is the color gold, much like the teddy bear is the color pink, because un un unsets have weird colors beyond the normal five. And then the acorn stash, uh, acornelia, which is a new card in this set, uh, she makes something that's kind of like energy, but they're acorns rather than energy, and that is a, will represent it for you. Um, and then one of the more exciting things for some players with the unset is the lands, which are gorgeous. They're sweet. I'm um, looking at them right now. Yeah, so really that's nice. what they look like. Mark, uh, what were you saying earlier about the design being a combination? So the, the quick version of this is in Unglued, uh, Chris Rush, the, that was Chris Rush, mm -hmm. had this idea for this full frame art. Nobody wanted to make it. He kept pitching it. Nobody wanted to make it. And I, was, I thought it was an awesome idea, and I was making this very weird set. So I'm like, I'm making it. And no one stopped me because it was a weird set, so yeah. Mark was doing a weird thing. They were super popular. So when we did Unhinged, we did them again. When we did um, Unstable, we did them again. Also, they've been in Zendikar and other products. Yeah. Um, so what we did here was, because this is a callback to Unglued and Unhinged and Unstable, we took all three of the four lands and kind of made a combination of them. So this is inspired by all three previous un for lands. Mm. And in this product, you get uh, two, cy two cycles of them, one foil and one non-foil. And so, um, so beyond the half deck, so you get each half deck is 30 cards, and there is five of them, obviously. Yep. Um, you get uh, five foil uh, for lands, five non-foil for lands. You get the tokens, um, and, anyway, and lots of fun gameplay. Yeah. These are really cool. The the uh, Sean, I don't know if we can go to a go to a close up of the product somewhere. Nope. It's okay. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, but you can you can sort of see on this plane that uh, the it's very shiny. It's shiny, but uh, specifically the gold border uh, the is, gold, the, is the one that really yeah. stands yeah. out. The gold frame stand. That's yeah. really cool. Yep. Yeah, we actually it's funny. Um, we do tests on these, and I think they did, they did a couple tests because there was something new we were trying to do and yeah. to get it right. So it's really cool. Um, yeah, it ended up really really nice. I mean, the lands are gorgeous, obviously, but these aren't the only new lands that are in. Uh, that is un correct. Un so unsanctioned, right? All the lands that are in the half decks are a brand new piece of art. You know, one for each land type. Uh, uh, and there's a little hidden thing in the art. If you you can figure it out for yourself. If you've been online, maybe you know the answer, but I won't, I won't spoil the answer. <laughs> There's a theme between all the art. So the, the black mini deck has 12 new swamps, and the red deck has 12 new mountains. And so that are not full border. They're, not, they're, not, full they're art. not full art. They no. have borders, they have, yeah. new, they have new art, yeah. but they're normal looking. They're not full art lands. Yeah. Um, but they're brand new. So there are 70 yeah. basic yeah. lands in this product, all never seen before. It's one of the fun things about Unsanctioned is that the, the basic lands are so cool. They're really great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but wait, the cards are fun. The too. cards oh, right. are fun. Oh, too. they're they're. That was, <laughs> wait, you, you mean they're stole my transition? There are non-land cards and unsanctioned there are some also. Non-land cards. So what? we're gonna we're gonna tell some stories. Well, Mark's gonna tell yes. some stories. Steve and I are just gonna ask some questions. Yeah. Um, and, and then if you have questions, if you have questions, put them in chat. Yeah. We'll, okay, we'll let's get talk to about them. But let's let's start talking about some cards. And you know, okay. we're just gonna go uh, more or less in alphabetical order. Okay. Uh, so you mentioned this card not too long ago uh, about the acorn stash. So yes. Acornelia fashionable filter. Yes. So um, 
one of the things we did with this product is we said, were there things that we didn't make it unstable that people really wanted that they talked with me about? Uh, and one <laughs> of the things was uh, we had made a car called Earl Squirrel, mm -hmm. which was uh, meant to make a squirrel deck around. Yep. But I, I purposely didn't make it legendary because the, the ability stacks. I wanted you to have a lot of them in play at once. Yeah. Uh, but they were like, wait, come on, there's no legendary squirrel. I want to make a, a squirrel commander deck. So in this product, we made a cycle of, of five cards. Uh, we've never made enemy color commanders in Silver Border before. Sure. They're, they're ally ones and unstable, but we never made any enemy ones. So what we did is, because this product, each deck is only monocolor, right. what we did is we made a monocolor card, and then one of the abilities has the off-color activation of a enemy color so that it counts as both. If you notice, the, se the second ability yep. is a green ability, so A. Cornelia is a black and green color identity card. Yep. And there's a cycle of five. So A. Cornelia was people like, where's the squirrel uh, commander? We finally made a squirrel commander. So it bl black and green are where all the squirrels show up. Mm -hmm. And so what happened was I made the card. Um, we did something that's kind of energy-ish where when you do certain things, you get acorn counters, and then you can spend the acorn counters. In black, you can shrink things. You can minus X, minus X things. Mm -hmm. And if you have green mana, you can plus X, plus X things. And then what I realized was there just wasn't enough squirrels to fill out a full commander deck. So not only does she care about squirrels, but she also cares about spells that have squirrels in the art. <laughs> so just there's a, lot of, there's a lot more cards when you count those. Squirrel nest. Yeah, squirrel acorn nest. Yes, there's, yeah. there's a whole bunch. Um, uh, Might of Oaks. Uh, Acorn Catapult. Yes. Yeah. There's a bunch. Yeah. So the idea is that the card lets you make a squirrel deck, but not just not just make cards that literally are squirrels, but also make cards that even show squirrels. And so the cool thing about this is if you play a squirrel that is a squirrel card, it'll have a squirrel in the art most likely since it's a squirrel. You'll, mm -hmm. get, you'll get a counter for that. When it enters the battlefield, you'll get a counter for that. So you get and two. You get two. And then if it ever dies, you get another counter for that. So you can build up a lot of acorn counters and then... Anyway, so this is meant to be, uh, this is, the uh, a Squirrel Commander. So the people have been bugging me forever for a Squirrel Commander. We had delivered a Squirrel Commander. Well, now what they're going to bug you about is, can we get more things that use acorn counters? Yes. <laughs> to go in my... Yeah. My acorn, acorn counter yeah. matter, yeah. matters. Yeah, the other that. thing, by the way, that from a rule standpoint, uh, there are cards where you can change creature types to other creature types. Such as Conspiracy, which is a black card. Uh, or, or change yeah. the words on cards. Yeah. Uh, artificial um, evolution. Right. Yeah. And so you can change Squirrel to other things. And again, the questions get a lot wonkier when you start asking about other things. Oh, the one thing about this, by the way, it has to be a picture of a squirrel. Crocin Beast represents a creature that is a squirrel that through lycanthropy became a beast. But in the picture, we show the beast and not the squirrel. So mm. it doesn't picture a squirrel. Same with changelings, unless it's literally in the shape of a squirrel. Yes, changelings can change their shape, but unless you see it as a squirrel, it is not a picture of a squirrel. Right. So, so you get the you get the acorn counter from a squirrel entering the battlefield. Correct. Yes, a squirrel enter the battlefield, but not the art trigger. Right. Unless yeah. the art literally shows a squirrel, and the creature has to be in the shape of a squirrel, it can't be something that previously was a squirrel or could become a squirrel and actually actually be a squirrel. What, what I also love about this is that it's a throwback to the Art Matters themes yes, of, yes. of Unsets uh, of Old. Unstable had a yeah. thing called Goblin Haberdasher where you cared about whether uh, things had uh, hats on them. Mm -hmm. So anyway, yes, caring about art is something Black Border cannot do. Yeah. Because uh, it is... It gets in very great territory. Yeah. I just want to request in the next one that there's a card that cares about cards that have the T pose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about how about cards that care about Moldrifter? Cards that care about Mold is Moldrifter <laughs> in the yeah. Ladies looking left. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, one of the more popular cards so far mm -hmm. in this set. It hasn't come out yet, but you know what? It's popular because it's Alexander Clamilton. Alexander Clamilton. That, that name's a Chris Mooney special, right? It is. It is. Yeah. So what happened with this is um, we were trying to make cards with the new cards that were throwbacks to unglued and unhinged and unstable. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, um, a Cornelia was throwback to unstable. Um, Alexander Clamels was a throwback to unglued. Uh, in unglued, I was trying to make fun of the animal creatures we make because one of the things Magic likes to do is take a creature and make it into a humanoid type thing. Mm -hmm. So I said, what is the silliest thing I could come up with? And it was clams. Clam folks. Uh, we made yeah. clam folks. So there, I think there were three clam folk in Unglued. It was Clam I Am, yeah. Clam Ambassador, and, clam, and session. clam Session. That's right. Um, so anyway, we were we want so um, uh, Gabby was the person that first went off and started putting the set together and made the decks and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, Gabby came back with the idea of uh, I think it was called uh, Clamity Jane. 
Okay. <laughs> and I thought it was a funny pun because Calamity Jane, she's uh, a sharpshooter from the yep. Old West. I, I was worried that not enough people would know who Calamity Jane is. So mm -hmm. I went to the pit and I said, okay, guys, we need other clam names. It's got to be some... Some celebrity, it's got to be clam names. What other job does someone walk into your workshop and be like, okay, guys, we need clam puns. Yeah. Uh, and Chris Mooney came up with Alexander Clamilton, and I literally, when he said it, I go, oh, that's it. Okay, we're, yeah, done. we're done. We're done. <laughs> uh, and so one of the things that was fun is, so because of Hamilton, obviously the musical, Hamilton gained a lot of notoriety. So, okay, how do you make a card out of Alexander Hamilton? Uh, so the two things that we knew about him that, that we thought people would know is he's a writer, and he died in a duel. Mm -hmm. Those are the two probably most famous things about him. Uh, and so there's a mechanic that showed up in both Unhinged and Unstable called Wordy that just cares about how much rules text there is on something. So we had him care about Wordy things, so he's a writer. And then his extra ability, remember, this is one of the cycles where the enemy color commanders, he had to have a red ability. We're like, oh, well, red can fight, and we want to do dueling. So red fights, but it fights in a way that wordiness matters. Mm -hmm. And so if you cast wordy cards, you can scry, put a wordy card on top of your uh, deck, and then when you fight, you can make sure you win the fight. Yeah. Um, and so I was very happy with this because it both it, it's a clam, got a clam pun name, and then it, it gets to be who he is and you know brings him out. So my favorite part of this card is the creature type rebel yep. on there. Yes, yep. that's also a Chris <laughs> Mooney addition. Yeah. Um, yeah. So originally it was just a clam folk advisor, and Chris came and said, could we fit Rebel? <laughs> I think we can. I, mean, we it, so. um, I do, so chat, I'm writing down a lot of your questions um, that uh, are in chat, and we're going to get to them uh, later, but I do want to call out one question that was just asked because okay. the responses people are giving are not correct. Okay. Um, so you originally said that this was created for an emergency. Oh, 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 okay. Um, they're asking what the emergency was. That isn't exactly oh, sorry, why we placed it. So, sorry. <laughs> yeah. the, basically what happened was the product was made originally, so in case we ever needed it, we'd have it. Yeah. But then people fell so in love with it that we're like, oh, we're just going to make it. So, like, it, it wasn't that there was an emergency. It's yeah. just we kind of, for other reasons, made this product. People fell in love with it and are like, oh, we just got to put this out. So it ended up, like, getting on our schedule quicker. Yeah. It wasn't, there wasn't an, there wasn't an emergency. Yeah. Uh, it was designed as a product that, could whenever we need to do make it, and then people fell so in love with it, it just got made anyway. So anyway, it, it, yeah. it, it, there was no emergency. This is what happens <laughs> when good product designers come up with products that are too good to be flexible. Yeah. This so is made, what happens. We made it, people were like, how can we not put this out? So we put it out. So we had to put it out. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Um, okay, next up, let's talk about, uh, mechanically, this is my favorite card yeah. in the set because it's just weird, okay. but Bevy of Beebles. Oh, Bevy of Bob! So See, look, you're excited. I'm so it. surprised that <laughs> okay. this is your favorite so, card in the 16. Okay, so what yeah. happened was I knew I wanted to do a new Planeswalker, um, and so the franchise team is the team at Wizards that oversees the Planeswalkers. Mm -hmm. they, they overdo story and stuff. And so one of the rules of Silver Border is we don't do things that Black Border will do. So I wanted to come up, so I made a list of crazy ideas, and I went to talk with them. And a lot of my crazy ideas are like, well, is it that crazy? Like, they're like, May <laughs> maybe we do that. And one of my ideas was, it's a collective of Beebles, and they're like, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> so, uh, and so many years ago, Richard Garfield came up with an idea. I don't think we even made it, but um, the idea was a game in which your hit points were goblins. Mm -hmm. And so the idea, the way you would know what your hit points were is how many goblins you have. Yep. And as you took damage, you'd lose goblins. And I just thought it was a cool idea. So I said, okay, could we, if we, since we have a, a collective of Beebles, could we do that with loyalty? Could the loyalty be the number of Beebles you have? Uh, and I went to uh, Eli, who's our rules manager, and I said, Eli, is this something Black Border could do? And after a minute of laughing, he goes, no. <laughs> um, it, this is one of those things that people say, oh, couldn't this be in Black Border? Not even close. <laughs> Not remotely close. Um, but I, I, I then took the idea of, okay, um, when you use the loyalty, you gain Beebles. And when you, well, with plus loyalty, you gain Beebles. It makes tokens. And when you um, spend the loyalty, you lose Beebles. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was built around that. And so we liked the idea that, you know, sort of sacrifice Beeble draw a card made a lot of sense. We, we knew it would be blue because Beebles are blue. Yep. Um, and then Beebles are known for their unblockability. That's kind of the, the thing that Beebles do. And so we decided that, oh, we'd make some number of them unblockable, but then we tied into your hand because you're drawing a card. So 
you know, equal, X beebles equal to the number of ones in your hand are unblockable. And then also when you use that, you make a beeble because you go up in loyalty. Now a rules question that gets asked a lot is, you can play other beebles, like we have cards that are beebles, yep. and if you play other beebles, it just makes the loyalty go up. It just counts beebles. And when you have to sack a beeble, you can sack whatever beeble you want. You're not forced to sack a token, um, but when it creates a beeble, it creates a token. That's always the same. Um, and because this, this comes up, uh, doubling season will double the number of beebles you make when it enters the battlefield, because that's an ETB effect, but it does not double. Uh, it's a cost, not an effect, when you make the Beebles with the plus one. Right. That so, is, yeah, I have a doubling season commander-based yeah. commander deck, and yeah. I, that was one of the rules quirks I didn't learn yeah. at first. Yes. But I'm sure you learned it pretty quickly. I learned it pretty quickly. <laughs> right. So doubling season and Bob, not quite as good as you might think it is. So. <laughs> uh, next up, let's go with Flavor Judge. Flavor Judge. Okay. So we probably don't have the key art, but uh oh, here. That's on the right. box. Hold up the box. Um, on the box. Uh, the key art is what we call um, the main picture here. here. No, there. this no, one. Yeah, that this way. one. Forward. Um, it is the main picture. It doesn't always go on the box. In this case, one on the box. But it's usually the main ad we do. And often it shows up on the booster box in a normal Magic set. Um, so this product um, at one point was called Unboxing, but it didn't end up not be able to call it that. Um, and so they made a boxing ring, and it had a squirrel and a goblin fight each other because goblins and squirrels are an ongoing theme in all the unsets. And at the bottom, there was a little uh, chicken who was the referee. Yep. And I loved the chicken. And I said, you know what? Uh, chickens was a theme in Unglued, so we were trying Chick to yep. make a throwback. So we said, okay, I want to turn that guy into a card. And so what I said is, I said two things. I go, um, one of the ideas I'd written down on my pad of ideas that I wanted to do was, there's a, um, it's called Flavor Draft. It's a format. Mm -hmm. And the way flavor draft works is you do things, but you can call over the flavor judge, judge, called the flavor judge. And if you think something doesn't make flavor sense, the judge rules on it. And if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't happen. Yeah. And so the idea is in flavor draft, things have to make sense, otherwise you can't do them. And I love that idea. So I said, okay, we have this referee that's a chicken, and I love this idea of a flavor judge. Ooh, what if he's the flavor judge? Uh, and then this is another Chris Mooney special. Chris Mooney made, made this card, uh, and the idea was that if something's going to destroy one of your cards, you can use the flavor judge, and then we do what's called outside assistance. It's a mechanic we had in Unstable, yep. where you get someone who's not in the game, and say to them, here's what's happening. Does that make sense? And if they say it doesn't make sense, you sack the flavor judge and stop it. You counter the effect. Mark, I'm gonna be honest, the yeah. only thing I actually wanna do is cast Fry on flavor judge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which, I think if I were asked uh, in response to the flavor judge, I think I'd allow it. Yeah. yeah. I think right. that, that yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the fun thing about Flavor Judge is Magic has a lot of weird, wacky. Like the whole reason the Flavor Judge form, the Flavor Draft format is a lot of fun. I just wanted to bring that to to Magic. So now, outside of the format, you now get to experience that with Flavor Judge. Cool. Um, next up, let's look at uh, Infernius Spawnington the Third Esquire. Okay. Best name. So this Love was this name. okay. So um, many years ago, because like 1996 or something, uh, Ron Spencer was asked to draw, normally when the artists do illustrations, they have to send a sketch in, mm -hmm. and the art director has to sign off on the sketch before they do the full painting to make sure that everything's okay. Yeah. And he was assigned some horrible thing, because Ron Spencer's great at drawing <laughs> creepy black-looking things. And, um, but Ron Spencer's background is he used to do uh, greeting cards. Uh, and so he turned in this, this little mouse drinking cocoa <laughs> as, as a joke. I mean, it wasn't meant to be the real card, but as a joke. And everyone thought it was funny and it was up on the wall. So when I was doing Unglued, I remembered that picture and I, I said, can we, can we do that? Can we, just have, can we have him do that? And the idea, the joke that I thought was funny was, it is the most vile, horrible thing in the world. So we called it Infernal Spawn of Evil. And the idea of the card was it was so scary, it's so horrible, that just showing your opponent you had in your hand scared them and they lost life because they were so afraid that one day it's coming. You had to say mm -hmm. it's coming. Um, so in Unhinged, we made Infernal Spawn of Infernal Spawn of Evil which was uh, the son of the Infernal Spawn of Evil. We went back to Ron Spencer, and Ron Spencer, so it's, it's on the right there. There it is. And Ron Spencer drew <laughs> the original, now a little bit older, with his son. Uh, and so then we, if you look, I mean, I won't get ready to right now, but the cards evolve over time. Their costs, what abilities they have, everything sort of builds upon itself. Uh, and, and we didn't put a third one in un, uh, Unstable, and a lot of people had expected I, it. I was disappointed, um, I'll be honest. <laughs> and the reason we didn't at the time was we, 
We, weren't, we couldn't crack it. We didn't figure out the right solution to it. Uh, but so many people complained, like, okay. So I actually ordered the art. We commissioned the art before I knew what the card was going to do. <laughs> like, okay, you, you know what make us figure it out? Having, a, having art done. So, uh, and we managed, we managed to, we had a bunch of problems to solve. We managed to figure it all out. Uh, we have an ability that works with the previous two. Um, you know, the cost and the abilities, like everything plays into it. We even, even the creature type line makes the two jokes, makes reference to the two jokes of both of the ones because back when we made Infernal Spawn and Evil, we stopped doing demons, so it's crossed us as beasts. But when Infernal Spawn and Infernal Spawn Evil came out, demons we were, were doing back. demons so again. Yeah. Beasts and put demons. So now we put both. Anyway, we had a lot of fun there. Uh, and then um, the problem we had was the name didn't fit. Infernal Spawn of Infernal Spawn, Infernal Spawn Evil didn't fit. If you notice on the right, the, the other name barely fits. Uh, and um, Ari Ni, the winner of the Great Dread Search 3, uh, came up with the name, which barely fit, but it fit. Uh, and then uh, I was tasked with coming up with one line of uh, flavor text that, that matched the card. And I, was very, <laughs> I was very, very proud of that because I had one line. That's not a lot of space. Um, but anyway, we went back to Ron Spencer. The, anyway, it's a thing of beauty, so <laughs> I'm very happy with how it came out. It's, it's very nice to complete the cycle, too, like the, the trifecta of, yes. uh, you know, yes. grandfather, father, son. And, by really the way, nice. uh, for people who don't know, a, a good combo is that and Booster Tutor. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yup, yup. Oh, amazing. Um, I want to take a break from going through new cards. Okay. Uh, someone asked about an old card that okay. I think uh, it fits well here. It's also a black card. Except it's two black cards, dun, dun, dun. and they want to know why BFM mm -hmm. did not make it into this set. Mm. Uh, one of the issues in general was we were trying. This is a playable. It's a playable thing. Yep. And so one of the things we avoided is one of the things we had made in some are what we call build around cards, where the whole idea is it's a challenge, but you want to build around it. Yeah. And BFM is a build around card. It's fifteen black mana. Yep. So putting it in a in a black deck where you're just never going to get to fifteen mana. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, it would get the card in people's hands, but it, it wouldn't work in the for, product. For yeah. co for context, yeah. How much black mana is actually how like how many swamps are actually in the deck? There are twelve the swamps in the deck. <laughs> there you go. I mean, there's twelve <laughs> swamps and there's an underdome, but still, getting to fifteen. Yeah. I, 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 right, you'd have an Thank underdome you, in the other one. So yeah, there's not even fifteen black mana sources if, between a black deck and another deck. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, the the cards had to work in the product. So there are things like. We did use this as an opportunity to reprint a lot of favorites that people might want, like, but it had to work in the product. We could squint a little bit, and that's okay, but BFM, literally you couldn't cast it. There wasn't enough black mana sources to cast, let alone you need both sides to cast right. it. You couldn't even cast it, assuming you had both sides with the, with the, the mana in the product. So. I, I think this is also a decent opportunity to talk about the intentions behind, you know, unglued versus unhinged versus unstable, right? I mean, unglued, when it came out, was actually just meant to be a, a joke, right? It wasn't... Well, I mean, like they, you could play them, but well, they I mean, the, it was meant to be played. I mean, right. they all were meant to be, like, on the spectrum of casual social play to highly competitive play. It's it, way it, more it, it, it's yeah. product Most to that end that we make. You know what I'm saying? It's right. a fun magic is fun. Play this because it's fun. Right. Um, when we made on glue, the idea was you would mix it in with your normal cards. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then when we eventually realized, we tried to get it unhinged, that people just drafted it by itself. So unstable, we made it to be drafted by itself, so it's its own limited experience. And then mix it in as you like. I mean, we make cards that are meant for Commander if, you, if your friends, you know, if your people you play with let you play Silverboard cards. We made cards that are meant for Cube. You know, we do a lot of things where, hey, if you have fun with this, these are fun. There's reasons it's not on Black Border, but not because they're not fun or not enjoyable to play. Right. Mm -hmm. But uh, and and a lot of the concepts that you mm -hmm. explore in silver bordered sets often yeah. do make their way in some Eventually, form to some black do. border. I mean, yeah. full art lands. No one would make them. I made them in, in, in unglued, and now they're a staple that Magic does from time to time. Mm -hmm. Token cards, for example, unglued was the first one to have yep. token cards. Now that's something that shows up normally in packs. And there's there's a lot of things like you know uh, the the pack cycle from Future Sight was inspired by Rocket um, Power Turbo Slug. Turbo yep. Slug, yeah. So. Yep. And BFM was, uh, there was a little bit of meld going on. Yes, and, I mean, meld, yeah. meld very yeah. much was inspired by BFM. Right. So, yeah. so. Uh, Next up, I want to talk about a pair of cards. Okay. Because um, I, I have questions. Okay. Uh, <laughs> look at me, I'm the DCI. Yeah. Look at me, I'm R&D. Yes. The, the uh, infamous Mark Rosewater illustrated, yes. look at me, uh, I'm the DCI. Um, I got paid a dollar for that. 
Nice. Congratulations. <laughs> and, and they didn't cash a check, so really I got paid nothing. But um. uh, So uh, my question is this. Are we going to have a cycle? Are we going to have, like, look at me, I'm the franchise team? Um, <laughs> look at me, I'm so Studio X. So something we did in both Unglued and Unhinged that we didn't do in Stable for reasons that aren't really getting, worth getting into is we had a hidden message. Mm -hmm. And the hidden message in both of them were, here's some cards we couldn't make. And one of the cards in Unhinged that we couldn't make was, look at me, I'm accounts receivable. <laughs> um, we thought about look at me, we didn't come up, like, like some of the things like, oh, we just didn't come up with a good one. Yeah. So like, if there's another unproduct and we come up with a good look at me, I'm something, mm -hmm. I, we'd be willing to make it. Um, we just, I mean, the DCI is public facing and the R&D is public, somewhat public facing. So yeah. there's not a lot of other sections of the company I'm saying like, Look at me, I'm online and media. So many I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> look, so many ideas for yeah. look at me, I'm a community manager. Look, yeah. look at me, I'm weekly MTG. Um, but anyway, maybe, maybe one day. Maybe yeah. one day we'll make them. I, I like that uh, look at me, R&D, also we took that format for mystery boosters a little bit. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and also, this version printed in this product is retemplated and has new scribblings. It's a completely different, like, what the card says and how it looks is different than the original look at me on the DCI. Yeah. So, for those that care. Speaking of which, uh, Sean, I'm going to skip ahead since since he brought that up to uh, Johnny Combo Player. So this isn't a new card, yes. but the fact that it uh, is an old card updated right. with new art is kind of a joke. Right. So what happens is yeah. it's the same art from the original, <laughs> but the cards and the, are different. And the cards in it are new. The original Johnny Combo Player had a had a combo, but we decided to update it with new cards. So we changed it. So it's the same basic art, except the cards are new, and it's a different combo. And the flavor text. The, the flavor text is amazing. The old flavor text referenced the original combo, yep. and the new flavor text referenced the new combo. So, Yeah, that's, that's, all, that's all about that one. I okay, now we'll go back to one of the new cards. Uh, Circadian Night Owl. There are so many puns uh, in that yes, name. Oh, this, this is my <laughs> oh favorite my God, I love it. new name. Um, right, it, it, it's not yep. one pun, but two puns. <laughs> so what happened was, uh, when Gabby did the first pass at stuff, um, I had pitched to her the idea of a card called Night Owl. Mm -hmm. um, we had made a card called Ladies' Night in Unhinged, yep. and I felt it was time for another night pun. And so her first take on Night Owl, I think it had an activation at night, because it's an owl. Um, and then I realized that we could turn this into part of our legend cycle, and so make it a white card with a black activation. And I really was enamored by the idea of the white activation you do during the day and the black activation you do at night, because white's about light and black's about dark. Um, and so uh, we ended up, because it's, a, because it's a white creature, we had to give it white abilities. Um, well, the black could have given a black ability, but flying made a lot of sense for the owl. Mm -hmm. And the idea is uh, they're nocturnal, so it, it flies at night because it's awake at night. And then during the day, it's light out, so it at least can, it can look around and watch. It's vigilant during the day. And then we needed to give an ability that black and white both had. <laughs> and I, was, I, I liked the idea of lifelink, and I liked the idea of night tribal. And I was trying to come up with a way to cross night tribal with lifelink. And it dawned on me that night lifelink could be a thing. That uh, nightlife is a pun. Yeah, yep. so nightlife is a pun. And um, I had done squirrel link on um, Earl of Squirrel, Earl of squirrel Earl of and squirrel. Unstable. Yep. And so... The idea of doing another, people really like Squirrel Link, so I like the idea of doing another another uh, Link. And so this one is uh, Life Link. So it had the Life Link ability. Uh, like Squirrel Link obviously is like Life Link, but instead of Life you get Squirrels. Mm -hmm. Night Life Link is like Life Link, but it grants it to Knights. Earl Squirrel would be really great if uh, with Bob if you were to artificial evolution it from oh, yes. Squirrel Link to Beeble Link. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, make, go, go make that deck. <laughs> All right, next up, um, I love this story, Topsy Turvy. Oh, this is oh, awesome. Oh, Topsy Turvy. So yeah. this card, uh, when first printed in, I think, Unhinged, was a rare, mm -hmm. and it's printed now as an, uh, as an uncommon. Why? Why did we make that change? The answer is Topsy Turvy is printed upside down, uh, meaning if you look at the back of the magic card, it literally is upside down. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's hard to miss that because you just turn it right side up and don't realize it, but it's upside down. And, and also, if you look at the art, things are falling like it's upside down. Um, we couldn't fit the, the rare stamp on it because it's in the <laughs> wrong place. Because the rare stamp has to be in the same place. Yep. When we do the sheets, it has to be mm -hmm. the same place. Yeah. So the solution was to change the rarity to uncommon so that we could print it. So that, that's why it's an uncommon. But because there are things like um, uh, Rare Be Gone, it now is immune to Rare Be Gone. Oh, that's true. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It actually matters. matters. Yeah. So. 
All right, next up we have uh, this editor's favorite card in the okay. set. Uh, oh, Stat. Draconic yeah. Proofreader. Okay, so this is another in our legendary cycle. Um, so it's the red with a white activation. Mm -hmm. I realized that we had never made a dragon in Silver Border. Somehow in three sets we had never made a dragon. So I said to my team, okay, it's got to be a dragon, but it's got to have a white activation, and I want it to be something you don't think a dragon would normally do, because we're doing comedy here. Uh, contrast is comedy. Um, so I said, <laughs> what is something a dragon can do that you don't expect a dragon to do? Uh, and Ari came back with this version, I mean, the earliest version of this card, with the idea that it's, it's a proofreader, and that the, uh, the white activation was, was, I think when his first version, it just deleted letters of permanence, and then he later realized we could add players, so that would be fun. Uh, but the white deletes letters, and then the other ability cares about what, what the, the, the name of the card it's referencing. Uh, and Ari and I tweaked this a little bit, but, um, and anyway, so it ended up with stat. So stat is a term in editing that means leave it the same. So if you change something but then realize you don't mean to change it, stat means don't change it. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the editors helped me with that one. Uh, <laughs> and then also, probably the most subtle joke in the whole thing, notice he's using uh, ice breath. Uh, on the mice. So he's turning the mice, mice into, into ice. ice. Oh he's my taking gosh. off the first letter. So uh, layers. There are layers. There are layers. layers it's on like an layers onion. On it's amazing. Layers. So there are lots of jokes. <laughs> um, we are more than halfway through our list, so keep putting questions in chat. I am writing them down. Uh, I can see them. I'm we keeping them honest. We've we done yeah. a few. Okay. But, uh, we're we're, we're going to get to them. But also note that we're going to do the Ask the Unruled Manager. We yes. haven't gotten a ton of rules questions yes, yet. Yes, Ask so, the Rules questions. So if you want to know how these cards work yeah. or interact with other cards, put those questions in chat too, yep. and we'll get to them as well. Uh, uh, Sean, again, I'm going to skip ahead okay. just slightly. We're going to go to uh, Surgeon Commander. Ah, oh, okay. So another I love the card, sight gag in this. Another card that I was asked about that we didn't make an unstable. We did make a, a host augment legendary, we made a commander for host augment, yeah. but it was in white and green, Dr. Yep. Julius Jumblemorph. Yep. But host and augment appear in all the colors, and so people were kind of sad that there wasn't a commander that you could play with all the host cards. So we decided to rectify that. A few small problems. One was I had a product where everything had to be monocolored. So I'm like, okay, I need to make a monocolored card that has a five color a five color, color identity. So uh, it made sense to put it in green. It needed to be in green or white, because those are the yep. um, host augment colors. Mm -hmm. And green made the most sense. So we put it in green. Plus, green had the easiest access to do other colors. Um, I didn't want to do an uh, activation, because one of the ways in the past we've done this is it has a Wooburg activation. But because, like, as I said before with uh, BFM, you literally couldn't cast that card. Mm -hmm. There's no way to get five different color mana, even with two underdomes in, in a, the two half decks. There's no way to do it. So... Um, I decided instead that I'd have it tap for mana. But the problem is the template for tapping for mana is add one mana of any color to your mana pool. Yep. Uh, so I thought for a while maybe I'd just take green off because then it would say tap white, blue, red, you know, red or black, black or red. But uh, I wanted green. It really weakened the card. And so I said, ah, we're the end set. So we did a non-traditional <laughs> template. And then in the, in the flavor creative text, templating. like augmentation, yeah. fluffy animals, and creative templating. That is creative. Um, and then for the name... Uh, uh, Commander originally was called Elder Dragon Highlander, and the commanders were originally called Generals. Yep. And so I liked the idea of it changing from General to Commander, and then I realized that there's Surgeon General, which is a position Another in the U.S. Pun, yep. um, so it was a pun. So the idea is Surgeon General got changed. He originally was Surgeon General, now he's Surgeon Commander. Uh, and you're not supposed to pronounce general, by the way. When you talk about this card, you just get to call it Surgeon, Surgeon Commander. Commander. General Crossoff, just us telling it, used to be called General, but not anymore. Um, I don't know, then, Stet might have something to say about that. And then the artist drew the picture, and then we picked the creature types based on what we thought I was gonna the artist had drawn. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Wombat, Bat, Wombat, Chameleon. Bat. Yeah, they, we didn't tell the artist anything. We, we said draw, <laughs> draw something of many creatures. Yeah. Oh, one of the mistakes, by the way, is there are a couple cards in the set that should have watermarks. We messed that up. This should have. This should have had. I mean, it doesn't. But if if we had done this correctly, it should have had a um, crossbreed a crossbreed labs watermark. Makes a sense. Cornelia probably should have had a sneak watermark, and Boomstacker probably should have had a Goblin Explosionaire's watermark. Um, anyway, so this is go have fun. Make make your. Oh, sorry. I, something else important about this card. 
I realized there weren't enough host and augment creatures to make a whole commander deck. Mm. So I said, what else is like host and augment? And I said, well, enchanting auras are a lot like, augments a lot like an aura. Yeah. So let's having enchanting. And then there was a mechanic in an upcoming set, Ikoria, uh, called Mutate. And I'm like, oh, maybe, I said, okay, when's it coming out? And I said, oh, well, this is not that far before that. So I found out who I had to talk to, which was like 20 people. And I got permission <laughs> from 20 people. I, I, by the way, I didn't think they let me do this, but everybody said, ah, sure. And then so we, so anyway, it works with the mechanic that's not out yet, but it will be soon. Yes. Uh, and it is a wacky, wacky we're mechanic. Gonna, we're going to head this works. off now. We're not going to tell you what Mutate does on this stream. It's not going to happen. I've gotten that question multiple not times Not going to happen. I will say it is, the, the, when I talked about a mechanic that I made that was, that was kind of nutty, mm. um, I was talking about this mechanic. There's two mechanics I could have been talking about, but I'm talking about this mechanic. So anyway, it's, Akora is going to be fun. <laughs> it will be. It will be, but not yet. We got a few more of these. Uh, so we mentioned a few times Underdome. Mm. Underdome, okay. So when originally this product was spec'd, meaning uh, ahead of time they have to plan what the product is and they have to budget and everything, yep. it was supposed to have 15 new cards. Um, but while I was making this, I made the cycle of um, legendary creatures, mm. and I designed them so the cards worked without the activation, meaning if you get one of the cards, you don't need the activation for it to do something. Mm -hmm. It had a functionality. But it was kind of sad that if you didn't play it with the, the other color that was the activation, you could never activate it. Right. And so um, Gavin and I were talking about that, and I said, you know, if, if I, the way I would solve the problem is I would just make a, a land, but City, City of Ass, which is the only land that tapped for any color, used fractions, and we weren't doing fractions in the product. And I, I said that, you know, he asked me how I'd solve the problem. I go, well, I would put a new land in. I go, but we don't have the budget for that. He goes, well, hold on a second. And he, he went and got us the money for it, and so we added a 16. So not only are there 15 brand new cards, three per deck, Underdome appears in all five decks. So you get five copies of Underdome, which uh, if you are an under... I mean, sorry, an un-fan, this is a land you're going to want to have. Because yep. it taps for any colored mana to play silver border or pay for silver border cost. So if you have a heavy silver border deck, this is for you. And there's five of them in the product, so each deck has one. Nice. Um, and then we decided to flavor it like the, the boxing ring in the, in, uh, on the box that the, the squirrel and the... And the um, the squirrel and the um, goblin are fighting. Mm -hmm. that, that's, the, that's where they're fighting, is in, in the Underdome. Makes so, sense. Um, I want to get to questions. Okay. So, Sean, I'm going to skip ahead to the... I'm, I'm just I'm messing with Sean this whole time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to skip ahead to one last card story just because you mentioned the card. Well, there's a card I really want to talk about because it's caused confusion. What is it? Pippa. Okay, we can do Pippa. Okay. We'll do Pippa. Okay. All right. So, uh, she's also the final of the cycle of Legendary Command. Cool. That, that, okay. Perfect. Then Pippa, Duchess of Dice is what we will skip to. Okay. So this is the... I've showed you the other four. This is the final of the cycle of enemy colors. Um, so we wanted to do a Dice Matter card. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I, I had an idea on my sheet of paper that I really wanted to do um, Dice Tokens. Because um, there's a card called uh, Elvish Impersonators, where you roll two dice, one for its power, one for its toughness. I really like that card. That's a little complex for a uh, token, but I like the idea of, well, what if you just roll one die, and then it's square-statted. It's mm. power toughness out of that die. And then it dawned on me that um, you could make the die itself the token. The mm. reason that matters, and this is something that I wish we explained a little bit better, the second ability lets you re-roll any die works like it's always worked, meaning any time a die is rolled, you can re-roll it. But dice token have a special quality in that it's a, it is a die that's sitting on the battlefield. You can use her second ability to re-roll the dice tokens. At instant speed. Yes, at instant yeah. speed. So if I roll, just say I roll a two, so it's a two-two, on the next turn or on a future turn, if I don't want it to be a two-two, I have the opportunity to re-roll it. And you can re-roll all permanents that are dice. Now be aware, the only card that's ever done that is this card. Just because you use a die to represent something doesn't make it a die technically from a rule standpoint. <laughs> it's not, it is not a green die creature token. Right. Yeah. This, the die creature, because you use a die, you're, you can re-roll it. That's something unique about it is actually making a permanent that is a die. Um, so you are allowed to re-roll the token. So if she makes a token, you can later on with the other ability re-roll the token. You can also use it to re-roll any other die roll, but you can re-roll the token that it's already rolled, but you can re-roll it. It has been rolled, so you mm. can re-roll it. 
All right, let's get to the Ask the Unruh of Man. Okay. Oh, right. I bet we got some good ones. Uh, we, are starting, okay. we are starting to get some. So okay. let's go through these. These are great questions. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, so stoked. Can I re-roll a die I rolled two turns ago? You cannot. Uh, when you re-roll a die, I, I mean... Unless the, it's the die the, creature. The dice tokens have a special quality because they're sitting on the battlefield. Yep. The problem is your window to re-roll dice, other than the dice tokens, goes away once the die is rolled. The, the, the window's gone. Mm -hmm. So you can't, you can't, like, you can only re-roll a die in the act of the, the, the thing happening. So two turns later, it's, it's not there anymore to re-roll. Gotcha. The dice creatures are the exception because they're still on the battlefield. Okay. Um, can you use a six-sided dice with larger numbers? For example, a doubling dice for gap backgammon. Uh, no, we define in the FAQ when we say a six-sided die, we mean a six-sided die with a one, two, three, four, five, and six. Gotcha. We do define it in the FAQ. Um, let's see that. That's not a rules question. Oh, also, by the way, if a card says roll a die but doesn't specify six-sided die, you can re-roll any die you want that the game has made you roll. Gotcha. Uh, your life total, you choosing to make it a die, doesn't mean you get to re-roll that. <laughs> But if, for example, you're playing Plane Chase and you have the planar die, if the card says re-roll a die, that's a die, you can re-roll it. You can use a Pippa to re-roll the planar die. If it cares about the number, like add one to the die, well, it doesn't have numbers, so you can't do that. But um, anything that says re-roll, as long as a card in the game has made you roll a dice, that can let you re-roll it. And uh, you can use a 20-sided die because it's of Sword of Dungeons, Sword of Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons, and you can use that to re-roll. Fair enough. Um, if you animate your library yeah. and an opponent takes control of your library, can they search it because it's their library? The problem is the second it becomes not your library, the enchantment falls off because it, it's enchant creature, enchant library, library you, control. you control. So the second you don't control it, it's no longer animated. So they, it's never animated to a point where they would have control of it. Okay. So they would try to control it, it would knock off the thing, and then once your library is not, not animated, it's your library, they, they don't what have control of it. What if you gained control of the enchantment and the library at the same time? Um, I don't know how think. that would happen, but I'm trying to think. At the same time? Gain control, I'm thinking. I don't know that that's a thing that could ever happen. Um, if you replenish back two confiscates. Yeah, that would work. Well, no, and uh, attach them both. The problem is you need to have control at the same time. You need to uniformly have control, yeah. not not stacked or something. In, but in, confiscate the confiscates wouldn't stack, would they? They would just enter the no one field. on the enchantment. One right? On no, the no, library. no. I'm saying I'm, no. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, they wouldn't go on permanent. the stack. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, in, I don't anyway. Know. Yeah. I, anyway. Oh, uh, can't can control of enchantments. Yeah. Can only gain yeah. control of creatures or planeswalkers. Yeah. Anyway, I. For, for, I get this question all the time about what happens when I steal it. You can't steal it. We, we said you control on, okay. on purpose. Uh, so when your opponent rolls a die for a card effect, can yes. you roll? Can you re-roll that die after yes, they can. get a result? Yes, okay. you can. Also, you can if your opponent has a Pippa and they make a dice creature. You can re-roll their dice creature. Uh, you can re-roll any die when he says re-roll a die. Doesn't have to be your die. Doesn't have to be a die you control. <laughs> This is not an unrules question, but I'll ask it anyway. Okay. How evil am I for wanting to put Shahazarad imprinted on Panoptic Mirror? Shahrazad. Shahrazad, yeah. I don't know. Ask uh, your friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you still have friends, yeah, that, ask yeah, them. That, yeah. <laughs> um, does Circadian stack with lifelink? So if you give a knight that so has. Um, the, the FAQ says that it, it it is a special kind of lifelink, but it is lifelink, and so it doesn't stack. It's just. If a knight has lifelink, you give it knight lifelink. It just—it's another form of lifelink. So you, it does—you don't get—it doesn't stack. Okay. Uh, can you make a beeble if you proliferate with Bob? If you proliferate mm. with Bob, the problem is Bob doesn't have loyalty counters. I don't believe because the beebles just equal to the number. Yeah, of yeah. Beebles. The, yeah. he doesn't have loyalty counters. He just has beebles, so you can't proliferate it. Now, can you propagate it? Yeah. Uh, Populate? Populate. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Populate is called propagate in place. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes, you can. So if you populate it, he'll go up in, in loyalty. But okay. not proliferate. But you can't proliferate because he doesn't have, the, he doesn't have loyalty counters. Right. Okay. Uh, question about Boomstacker, which is not actually a card we got to. So, okay. Sean, if you want to put Boomstacker Boom up on the screen. Another Chris Mooney specialty. Uh, must it always be a single pile of dice, or can I spread them as little towers of two dice along the whole it must card's be area? One, it must be one consecutive 
the second die must be on top of the first die. The third die must be on top of the second. Fourth. It must be stacked in a singular thing. Okay. Um, we don't specify what kind of dice it is, but it has to be dice. Coins are not two-sided dice. Okay. Uh, I think the smallest die technically is a four-sided die, which okay. would not stack. Four yeah, the, dice. The, it is not your recommendation <laughs> to stack four-sided die dice on on top of yes. each other for boom boom yep. stacker. Um, if I have an old soul ring that taps for two, so it's literally list written okay, as says two, two. Does Baron von Doom see it ha as having uh, qualities one and two, or just one? Baron von Count. Baron von Baron Count. Baron von Count. Yeah. Um, a, yeah. Well, Baron von Count only advances one at a time. Uh, Yes, it only advances one at a time, so it counts as a one or counts as a two, but it doesn't count as a one and a two because okay. Baron von Count only advances one, once per card. Okay, um, can, Sean, can you? Put oh, and real quickly, um, the silver border rule is whenever a card asks about the quality of things on a card, it literally is what is written on the card. It's not a matter of what. There's no oracle or anything. Like yeah. literally, look at the card when it says, "Do we have a watermark? Does it, is there a watermark on the card?" You're, it's asking about the name. What's the name? Asking about the artist. What artist is written on the card? So whenever the silver border rule is, you literally look at the card when you care about things about the quality of the card. Even if those things are wrong, it's a misattributed artist. It's a whatever. Yep. It's what's written on the card. Okay, um, Sean, can you put Bob up on the screen? Chat's telling us our answer was wrong. On. Uh, on the uh, proliferating. Does, does he say the number of loyalty counters, counters on, on Bob. Oh, okay. So you, sorry. You so can't you can't proliferate, meaning that when you proliferate, it'll add another Beeble to yes, the battlefield. Yes, I'm sorry. This card went through a lot of templating changes, and there was a period in time where instead of loyalty counters, it, it, it had uh, just had Beeble token. So, Thank you, chat. Yes, it says counters. So, Thank you, chat. Sorry. So, yeah, so if you proliferated, you yes, would you get do, another do, counter and get, get another Beeble. Whenever you get a loyalty, you get a Beeble. Great. So you can both proliferate and populate yes, and get an additional counter. Yes, you can proliferate and populate. Yeah. Okay. Not a lot of cards you can do that with. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to get to some of the non-rules questions as well. Okay. Uh, one of them was uh, just about the product. How many full art lands are in each box? There ten. are ten, ten total. Five, ten total. Five foil, five uh, non-foil. Two yep. cycles, yep. one foil, one non-foil. And by cycle, I mean one plains, one island, one swamp, one mountain, one forest. And there, there's two cycles, one foil, one foil. Um, where do you get your inspiration for Uncarth? All over the place. <laughs> um, one of the neat things about doing magic design is I get lots of ideas. And it, some of the ideas are just I try to do them in normal magic, and I'm, I'm stopped. Yeah. You know, like I, um, there's a card in Unhinged called Staying Power. Yeah. I oh, tried God. for years to get into Blackwater magic. And that card's insane, Mark. Right, so staying power is an enchantment that uh, effects that end don't end, basically. Yep. And the reason that we couldn't do it in Black Border is if we could pick the effects, yeah, most effects is fine, but when you make it open-ended, there's, there's effects that aren't fine, and yep. its open-endedness made things that wouldn't work. And so I tried in a, multiple sets to get it in, and eventually I'm like, okay, I'll just put it in Silver Border. Yeah. Uh, super, super Duper Death Ray, for example. Mm. I've tried to put Trample on a on a direct damage spell many times, and finally I just put it in the set. Yep. Uh, Baron Von Couch, destroy target player. Originally, um, uh, Door to Nothingness. Yeah, Door to Nothingness yep. was destroy target player. In fact, it was destroy target creature or player, and they wouldn't let me do that. Uh, they said, that's not how we template it, so they wouldn't <laughs> let me do it, so. Surgeon, General, Surgeon Commander would be proud, creative templating. Yes, yeah. creative templating. Um, we got this question several times, so I'm, I think okay. this person really wants it answered. Um, are we ever going to do sanctioned, constructed, unset tournaments? Um, well, I believe, if I understand correctly, the way the, the your store can sanction an un-event. It's a sanctionable event. So the, the, a, there's a casual. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, a, yeah. Basically, you can kind of do whatever you want. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, kind of. You, you can't, I mean, it doesn't apply to anything. You're not going to get invited to a a PT or something off it, but I mean, you're you can sanction on events. It is something you can do. Mm -hmm. um, and the other big thing to remember is, um, if your friends like if you play commander and your friends will let you play with uncards or play with specific uncards, talk to them. You know, there's a lot. I we designed this to make fun cards, and a lot of the reasons they're not in black border is. Whatever, for weird reasons, it can't be there, and so we put it here. But there's a lot of very, very fun cards. I understand some of them stretch boundaries for some people. Maybe you don't want to ask people to do things or put your head on the table. But there's a lot of very normal cards in the sense that it's magic, but some element of it we can't do. You can't roll dice in normal magic or whatever. But um, 
you know, th there's a lot of fun cards. And if you're making a cube or you're playing commander or even just you want to make some fun constructed decks, like, yes, you can play this box, and yes, you can play it out of the box, and it's a fun game, but Silver Border are stuff you can, you can construct with. They're, they're a lot of fun. Okay. Um, here's another rules question. Okay. Uh, it's involved. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Josh. And it's, and it's a couple cards, okay. but I think you'll know them because they're all old cards. Okay. Um, if I'm using Ashnod's coupon, okay. and my opponent is a miner, you may okay. see where this is going, and yes. we are playing in an all-ages lounge, Yes. I also control secret layer of R&D. Right. So a secret layer of R&D takes oh away the cost. Lord. Yep. There's a rata. Secret R&D takes away all costs. Uh, there's a rata, although it's literally on the card. There's a rata saying that you you uh, you pay for all costs. Yeah. Um, so a, if you have those two out, it, it's a drink, and your opponent needs to pay for the drink. Yep. Note, you can always concede, by the way. If, yeah. If, so. <laughs> well, I think that's, assuming I target an adult beverage of sorts, will my opponent lose the game for failing to properly resolve a card? No. Uh, the reason is, mm. and this is this is in the FAQ, um, uh, in the original FAQ, because... Uh, I love that you have, like, an answer ready yes. for this. Yeah. So, um, I, this is something I state in the FAQ that we don't often state, but uh, local laws supersede magic rules. And so <laughs> if the magic rules ask you to break the law, you can't. The law will supersede the, the rule. So when you try to get a minor to buy something they legally can't allow, it's unsportsmanlike conduct. You can't make them do that because the law supersedes the magic rules. That doesn't come up a lot in Black Border, but uh, because of astronauts, coupon has come up. So um, you can make them pay for the cost, and they can see it if they don't want to, but you can't make a minor buy something they can't legally buy. Fair enough. Um, Here's, here's a good question. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah. What's your favorite new card from Unsanctioned? Which of my babies do I like the most? <laughs> um, ah, that's tough. Um, I think the one that I'm... I mean, like, for example, I named Circadian Night Owl. Mm -hmm. That's the name I'm proudest of. Uh, the design I'm, that I made that I'm proudest of is probably Bob. I, 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 really, I really like Bob. <laughs> I mean... Bob does exactly what I want in which it's a perfect uncard. Yep. It makes sense, and you can follow what's going on, but no way in the world would it actually work. But it works, like, the best uncards are like, it makes sense. No one playing it doesn't understand what's going on, but it, it doesn't technically work. Yep. But it, 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 so anyway, anyway, I, there's a lot of, I, I Surgeon, Surgeon General is a really fun card. Mm -hmm. Surgeon Carnelia. Commander. A Surgeon Commander is a really fun card. <laughs> you used to be called Surgeon General. Uh, <laughs> Surgeon Commander is a very fun card. A Carnelia is a very fun card. Um, like Ring a Bell, this card we didn't even talk about. Yep. Uh, Ring a Bell was based on an old card called Goblin SWAT Team, where you pick a word, and then uh, it has to be four letters or longer. And then if your opponent doesn't catch you saying it the first time you say it each turn, they have to ring a bell or say ding ding. Um, you get to draw a card. And so there's a fun little game here where you, you try to pick a word, and you don't want to say it too often because you want to make them forget that you're playing this little game. But it, it's, it's a lot of fun. And if you can, if you put rings a bell in a, bring a bell, bring a little like bell, like a, like a hotel bell. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a lot of fun with a bell. I've, I've played with a bell. <laughs> it is extra fun if you have a bell. You walk down to the third floor one day and you just <laughs> ding, ding, ding. What is happening? Um, okay. We are unfortunately out of time. Uh, uh, there are more unfortunately. questions. Uh, that's, why, that's why Steve's here. Yeah. Uh, Mark, if people have more questions yes. about Unsanction, how can they ask you? Well, I have a blog where I answer questions every day. This is the first I'm hearing of it. Oh, yes. So it's called Blog -a Talk. It's on Tumblr. There's a link in the bottom of every column of mine. Um, I answer questions all the time. I'm, I answer lots of unruled questions. So if you have unruled questions, feel free to go there. Um, I'm also on Twitter. I just don't, so much stuff happens on Twitter that I, I don't answer as much stuff on Twitter. I answer a lot more stuff on my blog. Uh, but you can ask me in social media. I'm, uh, if, I, if, if I see it, I'm able to answer at the time. I, I'm happy to answer it. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I do interact with the public. So there are opportunities to ask me questions. You heard him. Immediately, as soon as this stream is over, go ask him all the questions all yes. that didn't get answered today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, sorry we didn't get to all of them. We had so much to talk about. We yeah. didn't even get to talk about all the cards. Yeah. I know, I know. So, yep. So much fun. Unsanctioned is super awesome, and it releases this weekend. Yes. Uh, the one last story yeah. I will tell, I'll tell it because okay. I know this one. Yeah. Uh, it releases tomorrow. Yes. February 28th, yes. we initially announced it as an, uh, on Leap Day, because on Le on it, it's, it's just a fun day to yeah. release a thing like that. And then we looked at, practically it didn't work. Mm -hmm. 
because some stores don't stock things on Saturdays. Yes. And so we ended up giving into the practicality of it so that you could get it. Yeah. But you can buy it on the 29th. Yeah. You can definitely buy it on the 29th. You can if wait you on the 29th. Yeah. If you really it made a lot to you with Leap Day, you can wait and it, well, order, pre-order it. Yeah. Uh, pre-order it, but then you can pick it up on the 29th. From, yeah. a, from a philosophical <laughs> standpoint, it was meant to come out on the 29th. Yes. yes. <laughs> then the real world It has happened. a special early preview. Yes. Um, thank you, Mark, so much for yeah. coming on. Thank you all for watching. Next week, and this is actually going to answer a question. That's yeah. So next week, uh, we are showing a Mystery Booster WPN Edition draft. People have been really curious about those foils. What, foils what's going to so be in we there? We're going to start so. showing off the foils next week on Weekly MTG. Uh, same Weekly MTG time, same Weekly MTG channel. That's a lot to say. That was oh, good, though. You did well. Yeah, that thank you. Um, so, yes. That's when we're going to start showing off Mystery Booster Foils next week here on Weekly MTG. So don't miss that. Uh, otherwise, go check out Unsanctioned this weekend, and we'll see you next week.